everybody, welcome to another episode of Big Ideas from the Business Intelligence Guy. <clears throat> I'm Nate Moore. I'm sending this to you from New Orleans, where I'm in town to speak for MGMA's annual conference. And one of the topics in today's discussion presentation session on managing patient access was trying to figure out ways to increase appointment availability and slots for patients to be seen so you don't have to go out and hire more expensive providers. And one of the topics was trying to manage unsold appointments. And around that whole idea of unsold appointments, I want to tell you a story. A couple years ago, I was visiting uh, one of my major clients is in uh, Fort Wayne, Indiana. And I was uh, leaving Fort Wayne. I'm outside the airport, driving back, ready to return my rental car. And uh, Delta sends me a message that says, hey, we're running a little bit behind, maybe 30 minutes. Pretty soon it's an hour, pretty soon it's several hours. And you know, the way I get to Fort Wayne, I live in Utah, and Utah, Salt Lake is a Delta hub, Detroit is a Delta hub, so I fly from Fort Wayne to Detroit, and Detroit, Salt Lake, and that's how you get home, and so I was waiting for this flight to Detroit, and the time passed, and time passed, and pretty soon everybody that from Fort Wayne that needed to be in Detroit had just plain driven there. It's a two and a half, three hour drive or whatever, and so by the time, nine o'clock that night, six hours later, when I went to get on the plane, the picture that's with this podcast is... Two pilots, one flight attendant, and me. I'm the only guy on the plane. And there is no first class. It's a short. It's like a 28-minute flight. There's not even peanuts or anything. It's just, but it was, I'm the only guy on the plane. And I'm here to tell you that, number one, Delta lost money that night. And number two, Delta doesn't like me that much. They just had to have the plane in Michigan to go further north that night, so they flew. And my point is, too often, our practices, our clinics, look like that Delta flight that night. We lose money because we're taken off with empty seats. And I think there's several different reasons that we take off with empty seats. And that's one of the things we talked about in the uh, presentation at MGMA's annual conference today. MGMA Stat did a survey, oh, maybe two years ago or so. And they said, how often do you track your past open appointments or your unsold appointments? And about half had either a system-generated report or um, had written some kind of custom report to track it. And another 15% said they did it manually. But if you're trying to track open appointments manually and your clinic's got any kind of volume to it, that's, it just doesn't happen. But manually is too hard. It doesn't happen nearly often enough. And about a third said, hey, we can't do it at all. So about half of the people couldn't really get a visual on how often their clinic looks like that Delta flight and takes off empty. So there are a couple things you might do to try to get your arms around unsold appointments. I think the first thing to do is to track them. I've done uh, pivot tables and some analysis like that for some of the groups. One of the challenges with unsold appointments is it's not on ra- it's not on a lot of people's radar. There aren't a lot of canned reports for it. In fact, uh, the, the group in Fort Wayne that I was there to help uses Centricity. And what, the way Centricity handles unsold appointments is if you have a, a sold appointment, it'll track that appointment forever. But if that slot goes unfilled after 30 days, Centricity will purge that information to save space or whatever. And I'm like, no, 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 don't purge. That's valuable information. Don't purge it. So what we do is we grab that information before it gets purged and we'll store it over time in a pivot table to look at your unsold appointments by day of the week or by provider or by location or by appointment type. Sometimes surgeons want to see a blonde hair, blue eye between 24 and 25 years old with knee pain at Tuesday at 10 a.m. And they're they're so picky about the kind of patients they want to see that it makes it hard to fill those slots and those slots get 
unsold. It's like Delta saying, you know, I want somebody with blonde hair, blue eyes, 24 to 25 to sit in 26C. And, you know, if you can't find anybody that meets those qualifications, 26C goes empty. I think another challenge you have, besides two picky templates that drives unsold appointments, is sometimes providers can be so upset or irritated or vocal about getting the wrong patient in the wrong slot that if the front desk or triage or scheduling, whoever has a potential patient, they're going to be reluctant to put it in that slot because they don't want to get, you know, yelled at or they don't want to get in trouble for putting a patient in the wrong slot. So, you know, now seat 14B goes empty because we don't dare put somebody in that slot because we're not sure if they're going to fit or if that's the right place for them or whatever. I think another thing you might think about when you're thinking about unsold appointments is you might think about times when you rope off seats on your plane in your practice that we're never going to fill. I worked with a group in the Southwest and they had some advanced practitioners. And what the advanced practitioners would do is they'd look ahead to the schedule. They'd see Friday looked a little bit light. So they'd say, hey, move all my Friday appointments to the morning, block the afternoon. And if Friday morning fills, then we'll open up the afternoon. Well, let me guess how often that happened. It's like the third and never, right? And so they're roping off Friday afternoon, never selling it. And they didn't have visibility into that. And unfortunately, their practice management system would let people do that. They couldn't like lock them out or password or any of that kind of stuff. And so we built a report that said, all right, we want to know every time seats get blocked off on the plane and who blocked them off and how far in advance of the appointment and some of those kind of things to keep the plane as full as possible. I've worked with some groups that send a daily email that says, hey, uh, centralized scheduling or triage or whoever it is that's making the appointments, here are unsold appointments today and tomorrow. Make sure you fill these first. That same group also sends an email at the same time each morning, and it says, here are all the appointments that were canceled yesterday where the appointment dates in the next 30 days. Fill it. And in this specific group, some of their providers are 30 days out. Some of the most popular ones are 45, even 50 days to schedule. And so... Anytime you can get a cancellation, you know, for this group, it's a big deal. They want to find that cancellation and fill it. And it's a good sized group just saying, well, you know, if we get a cancellation, surely we'll fill it. It doesn't happen. There are just too many providers. And so what they'll do is they'll send these two daily emails. Tell me open appointment slots today and tomorrow by location, by provider, by appointment type, that kind of thing. And the second email, show me everything that canceled yesterday that we might be able to fill in the next 30 days so we can get seats on that plane and fill it. I've seen folks do a daily email that says, here are unsold procedure slot appointments. So it's one thing to miss a 99213 or something like that, but it's a whole nother thing to miss an unsold procedure appointment because that procedure appointment is probably longer, probably higher revenue, and probably more potential than just a plain old, you know, established patient slot that might be out there. Think about ways you might track and then act on unsold appointments. So what you, one of the things you might do to fill those unsold slots when you see them is I've seen folks do a wait list and different strategies around how you pull people from the wait list. Is it some kind of acuity or need or is it first in, first out? Or, hey, you know, I don't want to pull somebody from tomorrow because then I got to fill tomorrow's too. How do you deal with the wait list? And some practice management systems are better than others at kind of displaying that wait list and making it easy to interact with. Hey, I've got an appointment slot and here's a place to fill it kind of thing. I've seen other folks who will keep lists of annual physicals or or wellness visits or those kind of things, and they've got kind of a a go-to list, if you will, where they say, if we see an uh, open appointment slot, these are the kind of people we're going to try to get to fill it. And I've even seen folks try to 
send out like automated messages and say, hey, you know, we have tomorrow at 1030, first one to fill it gets it kind of thing and try to get patients an opportunity to fill those slots so that the plane doesn't take off empty. That's the whole idea is trying to get your arms around what's the problem? How often are we taking off empty? And then what can we do to fill some of those slots? And what can we do to better manage the templates so that we don't have, so, so the slots aren't so hard to fill? I was speaking to a conference up in the Pacific Northwest probably a year and a half ago or so. And somebody in the back raised their hand and said, I don't work there anymore, but used to work for a university that had over a thousand different appointment types. And there, it's like the blonde hair, blue eyes, 24 or 25 with knee pain. It's so over-engineered and so hard to fill that those slots become too hard to manage and you end up making seats go, you're almost forcing seats to empty on the plane because you're too picky about who you're going to take to fill it. Whereas, you know, the airlines are going to take any paying customer and you're going to pay in advance and they're non-refundable and all that kind of stuff. We're not that fortunate. We've got to do a better job of seeing and then managing and then filling those unsold appointment slots. That was one of the topics of conversation at uh, MGMA's conference today, talking about patient access and how to um, manage supply and demand and those kind of things. I hope the conversation around unsold appointments is helpful for you. Whatever you do, the first thing to do is to track it. Do you have a problem and how big's the problem? And is it getting better or worse? Once you've got your arms around what the problem looks like, then you can talk about how do we manage it and how do we do with templates and do we freeze and then thought a couple days before and allow more people to get in these appointment slots or are we do we have too many well patient versus sick child versus whatever other kind of visits that we're holding that aren't getting filled that we need to be more flexible about. If you've got data and you can manage it and you can act on it, it's a huge revenue opportunity in your practice to manage unsold appointments. I hope these podcasts are helpful for you. They give you an idea or two about how to run your practice more efficiently. Thanks for joining me today.